Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Creative Alchemist, a podcast for creatives by a full-time creative. I am your host, Sulinette. You may call me Sulinette. If you are already a monthly supporter, thank you so much. If you'd like to become a monthly supporter and help me keep doing what I do, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash The Creative Alchemist. Thanks again. Let's do the thing. For the quintuple time. Yes. Uh, possibly six. And the last time, at least for now. We'll, no, we'll, we'll do this. No, we'll do this again in the future. Uh, <laughs> I am here with Easy Blues and Prestige, a.k.a. to me, Preston. You can't call him that. Only I can. Yeah. Uh, That's law. This is, <laughs> That's this law. is the bajillion time we are recording this and the fates are on our side this time because we are in person. Um, so anywho, fellas, thanks again for sitting with me. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I'll let you introduce yourself to the peoples. Uh, let them know who you are and what y'all do. My name is Preston. Last name is Wilson. Um, <laughs> my stage name is Prestige. I've been doing radio for over 10 years. Um, this is, this is, as of right now, this is the funnest time I've been doing radio and I'm not really too good with introductions. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> introduce me. Like, <laughs> what's the best part about me? Alley Oop. What show do you do? I do behind. I, I do the hot behind the brand with uh, the opposite end of, of myself. Of myself, his name is Easy Blues. Um, we've been doing this for like over two years now, and it's gone by so damn fast like incredibly fast um a lot of learning has been done doing this and i kind of like the doing my own thing kind of broadcasting it's better it's better than controlled broadcasting so yeah um i hope to do this for many more years to come you know i want to lose count how many times i'm doing this <laughs> but um yeah i'm here for the ride that that, that 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 that's that that's a little intro of me. <laughs> um, uh, ladies, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and now, <laughs> and now, and now. Um, yeah. my name is Easy Blues, otherwise known as Dustin Squafani. I am an interesting human being. Um, I've been blessed enough to, you know, be able to be as creative as possible in many different ventures. Um, and people seem to trust me with their story, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and being able to do that in different mediums, whether it be print or conversation, um, it's, it's fantastic. I'm also the lead singer of Shame Penguin. Um, feel free to look us up on all sorts of wonderful uh, streaming services. Shameless plug, shameless plug, <laughs> shameless plug. It's very important. It's very important. Yeah, it's very cheap popular and shameless plugs are extremely important. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've been I've been doing. It's weird because I'm now doing just being myself, mm-hmm. and I've been being myself forever. Um, but now people are actually taking interest. It's weird where you transition from the kid in the back of the class mm-hmm. that like no one wants to talk to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to like the guy that Mondays and Fridays people tune in to to watch um, yourself and Devon Dudley. Um, 
you know, do the darn thing. Word. The darn thing, AKA Behind the Brand. Yes. What inspired it and what do y'all do on Behind the Brand? Having been a previous guest myself. Multi-time <laughs> previous guest. <laughs> um, Behind the Brand was a last minute idea. Um, I originally wanted to leave radio, like for good, for good. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, just just be a ghost. I just wanted to be a ghost, go far away, 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 and you know, just you know, be be disappear. Um, the day I left my uh, first radio station I worked for, um, a producer who worked at a sister station called WNHH, uh, it's for New England Independent. Uh, he just uh, you know was there my last day at my first radio station and he was like you know if you're ever interested in having your own program uh you know give me a text that was it like wow. that like 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 that was it you know i thought about it for like that first day you know because normally like when you do the same routine each and every day you don't really observe what other people think about you mm. you know like when it's like so repeated and so robotic, it's yeah. just like, you know, whatever, let me just do this and just get on with my day, just go on with the next repeated cycle. Um, and then like he hit me up, gave me a text. It's like, you know, just give me a text, whatever. When I went about his way. And I think that probably like two, three hours later, I gave him a text that Monday, that next Monday, because it was a Friday, that was my last day at that station. I came to his radio station, his office. We talked about it for like a good hour. And okay, next month you start your program. How did you get involved so that in that? Um, like most things, when it comes down to like the, the important broadcasting and different things like that, I get a call from, from, from Prestige. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, uh, it's usually like a text, uh, are you home right now? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm coming over. I'm like, okay. And I'm like getting shoes on. <laughs> You know, making sure I got some lie just in case if, if it's necessary because it's prestige yeah. and I will literally walk through the, the, the gates of hell, you know, just to give this man a sip of ice water for the, you know, um, and he's like, yo, this is what we want to do. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's, let's go. Giddy up. Like, game. you know, um, the chemistry is just, it's palpable. Um, and it's just been some of the most fun, you know, things we, we can do. Uh, so yeah. That's, that's how we got involved. Was part of the reason why you wanted to disappear because of like challenges with working in broadcast before behind the brand? Um, yes and no. Uh, I like challenges. Challenges make you better. Challenges make yourself grow. Um, I felt I was dealing with narcissistic personalities. Mm -hmm. And if you deal with that for a long time, it's just bad for your mental health. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go away. <laughs> let me just go away let me just be a hermit like i originally just want to be a hermit for a good like forever until i was ready to come back out yeah. <laughs> and, and so but yeah I, I really wanted to get away i was in with too much at the time just uh you know physically i was okay up here i was not yeah i really was not i was sad and i was just like you know what i just gotta go like, I just wanted to leave everything and just start over. It could have been a new career. I could have been a carpenter somewhere in Minnesota. Listen, I'm, we're in Connecticut. We know snow. <laughs> we know snow. We, 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 we don't. I, we, listen, man. I remember that was that snowstorm. 
Listen, I have. I think we had a taste. It was like well, back in 2012, 13. That snowstorm was like six, eight feet mm-hmm. up, and you couldn't leave your damn the house. The northeastern yeah. one we had. I was Shut like, you know what? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. But um, yeah, man. I, I was down. Yeah. I was down, and um, I just couldn't do it no more. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. And I just had to leave. A lot of people were asking me, like, where are you going? What are you going to do? And I was like, nothing. I didn't have a plan. I'm going to Minnesota, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think some people who I was dealing with were mad at me because I didn't have a plan. And I was just like, you know, like, why? It's my story. I'm leaving. Why would you care? You know, I'm, I'm telling you in advance that I'm going. But it was just a constant back and forth of me, my plan. And I was just like, I, I just want to go. <laughs> I just, I just want to go, and um, I think they got mad when I did that program with Dustin uh, behind the brand. Oh, yeah, they got they got a little mad when I did that program with him because they thought it was like, like behind the scenes. I was talking to somebody's back or not, and it really wasn't. Yeah. It was just a text, and yeah. I fulfilled whatever I did at that station. I fulfilled everything yeah. they told me to do. I even did a commercial right after for him for a census commercial i did that everything i was told and it was just bad waters so i was just like you know what let me just move forward if i look back i'm gonna be more damaged than i am now yeah so yeah and now behind the brand is talking to dope local people Mm -hmm. and why um we like to tell stories um it we kind of like we like different people and we think we want to pick selective people we feel that more people should know yeah we really want to do that and um you know uh we we call like the todd lions the sulanet morales and uh Uh, like artists or do you interview we, we, we interview everybody um everybody that 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 just wants to be a part of this whole you know nonsense that we give to you two times a week um it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you look like we just want to just put you on um but you gotta have a personality like all the way i mean you interview people as well too you know you probably had a couple duds <laughs> <laughs> You know, say I don't know who those duds are, but you probably had a couple duds. I like, plead the fifth. Y'all like, all were wonderful. <laughs> uh, I appreciate your time and effort. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but you know, um, that's all we ask because, like, we're not, we're like, we just want to know pretty much the whole premises. Because I want to slur my words is we want to know why of what you do, why you're passionate about what you do. And we just want to know your future. We're not trying to know your personal stories or everything. Because everybody has something personal. Everybody has their privacy. We won't go into that. We just want to know what your passion is and what you want to do to continue your passion. Because yeah. we, because at the end of the day, we want to tell somebody well, who listens to our audience members that you can do the same thing. If this person you know, did this out of whatever situation they came out of, you can do the exact same thing. Because everybody's different. Everybody has a different story. It's just overcoming. That's pretty much the whole premise of the show. Word. Yeah. And it kind of like un- undoes what mainstream does. Because mainstream does the same thing that we do. They just do it on a grand scale. So you're doing it and, you know, you're dealing with 
that artist that's already sold a million plus. Mm. You know, they're talking about their car stuff mm -hmm. you can't relate to, so you think that that is the actual standard of what an artist right. should be doing. Right. So we're like, hey, let's highlight the actual struggle. Yeah. Let's tell the actual story. Um, and, you know, I, that's one of the things I absolutely love about working with Prestige is, is you know, I can come up with a completely, totally zany guest that yeah. will never get covered anywhere else. And he's like, sounds like fun. Um, <laughs> make it happen. He's like, cool, thanks for booking that. You know, and then just, yeah. go, just go about the day, yeah. um, you know, and they're, they're, what's great is we have this amazing chemistry where we kind of play volleyball. Mm -hmm. So, like, if there's a guest that, you know, procedures vibing with a little bit more, he's going to take the complete total reins of it. And I just get to kind of pop in and do my Ed McMahon, yes! <laughs> and then go back, you know, go back into, into my corner. Yeah. Um, and then there's other guests that, like, I'm going to vibe with a little bit more where Chrissy's just like, yeah, that was great. That was great. That was a great answer. You know, and, yeah. and, it, and it works. That's yeah. fact. You know, um, so having that type of dynamic really, really helps. Yeah. But the most important thing is the guest. Yeah. You know, because look, Prestige and I actually don't do the show if we don't have a guest. Yeah. Um, we could. Yeah. We yeah. banter very well together. We, we've sat on Zoom waiting for a pre-record. And, and this stuff, we're like, we should have recorded this. This is genius. <laughs> um, but we don't because it's not about us. No, um, it's not. And we found, I think, one of the most difficult guests to have on are actual journalists and broadcasters. Oh, why? Because they, they try to interview us. Oh. Yeah, they try so to take over. it's a lot of, like, power struggles, like you know, and yeah. you hear, like, either myself or Preston, you go, that's great, but this interview is about you. Exactly. So yeah. let's make it about you, you know, and also doing, like, the different stuff that we do, um, you know, whether it be, like, Shane Penguin or stuff like that, you know, some of the musical artists will start to bring that up, and hey, I stroke the ego, like, cool, I like that, it's great, <laughs> but it's not my interview. Um, yeah. And thank goodness Preston is like, ah, back to doing this. Because yeah, I, I could fall into that category, like, yeah, they love me. Um, and it's, it's, it's great. Um, but, you know, it's not about myself or prestige at all. Word. So, I'm going to hop right on to the point of, like, sharing stories, right? Uh, I'm not going to let this question go. June is Men's Mental Health Month. <laughs> Sanja! <laughs> oh, it's written right here. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> You're recently part of Mental Health Connecticut's Let's Face It campaign. I was, Talk um, to me about that experience. It sucked. <laughs> but not. <laughs> 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 Just be real. And it has nothing to do with the campaign. The campaign is absolutely amazing. I you know, say, the, you hear that? That's all the Connecticut. Don't You know, the, the, the people are phenomenal. The, the photographer was incredible. Um, the person that did the interviewing was absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, and the fact that they want to even know my story is, is great. But the fact that you had, like, that's where a lot of people don't seem to understand is when you do share these type of stories, you are reliving a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. as somebody who spent my entire life stuffing everything mm. down um you know and to be honest with people who don't even know me to understand that there was three points in my life where i was done yeah like done done i remember being 16 standing on top of the school roof um be like it's time yeah we're good here um and if it wasn't for the fact that i had to get called in to help with the lighting rig um mm. for the play i might not have been here 
um, you know, or even kind of when we when we started the show, um, a friend of mine uh, had committed suicide. Wow, I'm sorry. Um, and it was a real dark aspect of of, of time and life, um, and I was also was extremely depressed. But I mean, <laughs> most people didn't know, because yeah. I'm real good at putting the clown face on. Yeah, you know. Um, Peacocking, I think they call it, um, and uh, so I know for a fact that there will be. And I said it um, in CT. Uh, let's face it, there are people I went to high school with that will probably tell me I'm a liar. There was no way I was depressed, uh, you know, and there was no way it was ever that close. Yeah, and that just means I'm a pretty darn good actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but the reality is, you know. The cold hard fact, you know, I, um, is I grew up, I grew up real poor, and um, I grew up in a single parent household before it became the norm. Um, I'm one of the latchkey kids, mm -hmm. you know, I raised my brother and sister. Um, I started being a parent when I was nine. Um, you know, my mom was 20 when she had me. It was the, you know, the end of the 70s. Yeah. So things were different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, I have mental deficiencies because of some of my mom's behaviors. Um, I grew up a very, very different lifestyle than most people. And doing that in suburban America, suburban white America, they don't expect that. So when you actually go through it, and at the time, I guess the best way I can describe it is, there was a time when food stamps came in a packet. And they were multicolored, like paper food stamps. Yeah. I recall, and, and they were multicolored, yeah, um, like Monopoly money. And I remember having to ride my bike up to the store and pray to God, someone I went to school with was not in the store mm. to mm. see that. Um, and this was just at the time where Jordan started to be a big thing. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I'm still, you know, getting like the, the before Payless. It was a thing called Fela. <laughs> um, he's still doing, you know, those type of specials, and every single knockoff of knockoff is, is the way that it was. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing, you know, my uncle's dashiki because he was ten years older than me, mm. <laughs> and you know, he went, he went to, <laughs> he went to high school in the, in the '80s, and I went to high school in the '90s, and it'll be fine. Um, and thank God for grunge music, honestly, because it changed the fashion style of stuff I was already wearing. Mm. Is that what, that's what you got at you know at the donation store it was yeah. like right. flannels and jeans like this is yeah. what we're wearing <laughs> like hey i'm trendy go me um you know it's one funny of how me. god works right right got you listen hold on hold on before let me let me just piggyback off that Ooh. we're here together yeah we're yeah. here together That's it wasn't cool. meant mm -hmm. to be separate we're here together you're smiling because we're here <laughs> together smiling because there's an awesome mirror back to you <laughs> god's telling me an answer let him talk <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we did get, we get it. <laughs> but, oh, 
So with your experience on there, like, what is your takeaway? Like, it's no, I don't think it's any secret, like, for the three folks that are in this room, that, like, men in particular are told to not speak about their mental health, that everything is okay, to just kind mm -hmm. of uh, grin and bear it, nothing's wrong with you. I know for, like, uh, men of color, uh, uh, I know for, like, my family, like, uh, mental health issues, that's that's some white people shit. Mm -hmm. Like, going yeah. to therapy is some white people shit. Mm -hmm. Taking pills, that's some white people shit. Like, we don't need that, we yeah. don't do that. So, like, uh, that experience that you had, how did that sort of challenge or uh, what did that make you think of in terms of, like, well, the conditioning that men get around it, mental health? It's it's interesting, because also, it, it's... What, what I've learned to discover is there is a loving hold you back. Um, mm -hmm. You know, where your, you know, the generations before you will stifle your creativity, will, you know, say you have to look a certain way, say you have to be a certain way, um, because they don't want you to struggle. Yeah. They, they don't want you to feel the pain they had to feel. And they're really doing it out of love. It, their head's completely so far up their ass that they can't see that they're actually clipping, clipping your wings <laughs> and doing so much damage to yourself. Yeah. Um, but you know, like my grandfather, I, you know, to me, was one of the pinnacles of human beings. Um, you know, for, for a long time, I didn't even think he had a flaw. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, I, I based myself on everything my grandfather was and everything my mom's boyfriends were. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember him pulling me aside at like eight and saying, hey, it is totally okay to cry. Just not when anyone's watching. Mm -hmm. um, and I held that. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, I, I held that, I held that and, and I held on to it for a very, 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 very long time. Um, and then life has this wonderful way of putting you in the ring with both Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson at the same time. Um, and, you know, you're going through the process, you're, you're going through everything, and, and the most rebellious thing you can do as a single parent household is, is try to you know, get married at a young age, do everything the, the right way. Mm. Um, but that becomes more and more destructive. Yeah. Um, and I pretty much gave up a very huge portion of myself. So that's that, that's that, that, that right hook, you know, that's that Muhammad Ali jab that just keep, that keeps you at the, at the distance, you know. Um, and then, you know, you go to try to figure everything out and you watch your mom completely decline. Mm. Um, and she wound up passing away of crack overdose. So that's, that's that body shot, right? Um, and, you know, and that's on top of you know being as a youth watching my grandfather pass away and my mom had a stillborn baby. And then if we really want to talk about religion, you know, my mom was a member of a church at the time when she got pregnant once again out of wedlock. They told her she needed to step down from the soup kitchen that she put together. They told her she needed to step down from the music ministry. They completely ostracized her. Yeah. They had, she had a stillborn the year after my grandfather passed away and they continued to ostracize her even after she lost the baby. That's not community. That's toxicity. And I'll say it. Yeah. Um, so you have that, and you continue to grow through it, and you're just getting rocked left, right, back, forth, and center. You know, your marriage falls apart. Um, you become so depressed that you think at 30 years old it's a really good idea to join the army because it is the most fiscally responsible way to commit suicide. All because you can't talk about how you feel. Yeah. And all because no one wants to hear you. Mm -hmm. Even if you talk about it, it doesn't matter because the bills still have to get paid. You know, so you know, and then also add in the create the creative aspect of it and how much the fairy tale really is. To be twenty eight and consider yourself a failure because you weren't in the twenty seven club. Yeah. 
you know, we idolize things for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And we are programmed. Every male, female, non-binary, every aspect, we are so corporatized and programmed to idolize the wrong things that we lose touch on the important things, like sitting with three really good friends, having conversations that can actually change you. And has. Because if it wasn't for really going to see, you know, a little bit of death, I would not have thought it was okay really to share my story. Mm. Um, you know, and then, you know, the, the, the gentleman who committed suicide, his family did the AJJ uh, Foundation, and they interviewed me that following January. Mm. And I spent an hour just trauma dumping. Yeah. Um, but also trying to talk about steps that are necessary, being a parent, talking about, you know, things that I do that are a little bit different. You know, Father's Day was a day that I used to run from and that I had to face as becoming a father, having no idea what the heck I'm doing. Um, so now what we're doing is we're starting our own type of traditions. Mm. Father's Day now will be us all getting together and watching Major Pain. Nice. You know? Nice. Can I come? Yeah, yeah, you're down. <laughs> <laughs> you family. Bro. I was about to say. You yeah. family. Bro. Can I come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And that's, you know, that, that's, that's the reality of it. And yeah, it's, you know, you, you get to that point where no one cares. And then, you know, you start to get a little bit of people paying attention. And there's this amazing thing for creatives called the imposter syndrome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, they don't really care about you. <laughs> um, and again, people will think I'm completely out of my mind for saying this because when I'm performing, I own everything. Mm. I'm the most confident human being in the history of the world. You know, there there's a new photo in my profile on Facebook where I literally just blew up the building and Samuel L. Jackson is standing next to me. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, it, is, it is that badass of a photo. What a goal. And, and about 32 seconds later, the minute it ends, mm -hmm. I'm back to being that massively overweight 12-year-old with a mullet staring at the mirror with glasses that I can see people waving on a map with me. Yeah. Um, and it's just the reality. So yeah. Uh, but I did start therapy. hi <laughs> <laughs> therapy since November um, for a bunch of different reasons uh, it's also yeah. the, the connection you, with my um, I, I recently did one of those stupid DNA test things um, too fat like I did it too fat like my you know my mom one of my mom's best friends had been bothering me for over a couple years now you should do this and find out who your father is and I had thought this was just a, a, a moot issue I'm also kind of going through, you know, my murder board <laughs> of, you know, trying to trace who it could have been. It's, it's just a, it's an, it's a, a word. It's one of those things, you know, those boards, the yeah. conspiracy boards that have all the little things sent through there. That's, it's called a murder board. Okay. That's what it is. It's just, right, it's just a term. Right, it's not right, the people right, I want to murder. Right, okay. I don't say that on live. <laughs> that, that's where the news show a lot of it to death it's one of my boys <laughs> uh, you know um, I want the trace, opposite trying to trace back things you know um, I, the day of my mom's week um, 
you know, the person that I thought was, the name that I was given for my father was wound up not being true. Apparently he had showed up sometime when I was 16 to get a blood test and not the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Maury came down and was like, nope. Um, <laughs> and then, so, you know, she's telling me this and then supposedly finding out that, you know, my, my mom, my, my God, People don't know me, so my godfather apparently was supposed to be my father, and he would come over in, in the 70s, and it was okay in the 70s to show up with alcohol and, and get people drunk and take advantage of them. Um, that was just social norm. Um, so then you have to process that you might be a product of SA. Yeah. Um, and then, then that kind of, now I understand why I have all these dark thoughts. That's obviously what it is. I'm, I'm sit here, I'm sit here to be evil, um, and that, that, that's what it is. So now it's just that, that internal struggle. Um, so I wanted to take the thing, um, and I, <laughs> she hits me up, she's like, oh, Black Friday, uh, it's on sale. Oh my God. And, I, and I, the, the cheapness in me was like, I'm gonna do that. And I found, oh, this, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I found the least expensive one possible, because I, I figured this was, you know, you, 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 had, your, you had your bets, you know? Yeah. Um, I used to be the kid in school that would purposely go after like, the most sought after human being to, to, to flirt with because you knew they were going to say no. <laughs> you know, the one or two times they said yes, I didn't know what to do. I was like, uh, uh, and run <laughs> and go hide in the locker. Um, you know, so yeah, I, 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 I hedged my bets. And then all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, you know, after sending everything in, um, and I actually did the journey through social media because mm. I knew it would hold me accountable. Yeah. Um, I knew that people would not just let me not do it. Yeah. Because it sat on my, like, I got it, and it sat on my desk for, like, four or five weeks. So you found... I found my first cousin. Woo! Um, and then from Wait, there, hold on. Do we like them? Because oh, some no, of the, us don't no, like them. No, 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 no. He, he, here, here's the most incredible thing. Um, this, this family is so loving and so amazing and so damaged, and, and they have their own uh, traumas that, that we're, we're unpacking together. Yeah. But, like, I talk with six or seven of these cousins almost daily um you know to to the point where you know i actually have the uh their slogan tattooed on, on my wrist um you know and it, it's it's been an incredible journey but un understanding that and of course you know i get tagged for the family that's got six brothers <laughs> so they all kind of like rally behind me yeah. to try to like cut down the, the options it is and wound up actually finding out who my, my biological father is um you know i have family that is out there they are not 100 percent ready um, yeah. they have also lived a very rough aspect of it and i'm okay with you know leaving the door open to be open yeah. and if it never happens i'm okay with that as well yeah you know because that's their choice um uh, but also, it has been an incredibly eye-opening experience because yeah. I found to to find out that also, you know, my father passed away from HIV mm. in '96. Um, he could not live a, the lifestyle he was genetically disposed to live. You know, and everyone who says the choice is a fucking idiot, because like, who the fuck chooses to be ostracized? Who the fuck chooses to be taught that they're fucking less than? Who the fuck chooses to be persecuted out of your fucking minds? Do you mean he was queer? Yes. Mm. I will say for the record and for clarification, we do not refer to queerness as a lifestyle. 
Uh, well, that's that's why I, I, I was yeah. you know, saying like that's it's not a choice. That's why I said genetically. Yeah. For the folks yeah. at home, for the folks, you at can't home. see quotables. <laughs> you can't see quote marks. You can't see quotes. It's not a lifestyle. You know, no, it, it, exactly. And and it's and it's totally and it, and, it, and, it, and it's not. Yeah. You know, and you know because of that, and because to understand that it, you know, that killed him. Not, you know, the disease, but the fact that could not live one hundred percent as who they are yeah was forced into shadows and darkness mm -hmm. killed them. yeah and at the time if tried to live who they were would have killed them yeah that's fucked up yeah especially now having a child mm. you know especially now having a child who at 12 was brave enough to say hey dad this is who I am Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've been taking care of yourself through therapy, mm -hmm. connections with family, mm -hmm. through uh, forcing yourself to be held accountable mm -hmm. <laughs> through social media. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to social media sometimes. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. <laughs> Keyword. Sometimes. Through working Keyword. with illustrious people. Mm -hmm. Preston, how are you taking care of yourself? Uh, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm woo. <laughs> um, I don't know, day by day, you know, I'm just removing toxic people from my life. I don't need to be there. Yeah. Um, I think that's cheaper than, you know, a lot of stuff people are doing now. Uh, no, not knocking other people, but I just feel if you want to just, you know, feel better about yourself, remove people who don't feel good about you. You know, just like get them out the way. I've been doing that a lot for the past two years. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like you're a cancer, I'm not, I'm just cut you off. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's been helping out me mentally. Um, as far as therapy, I am looking into it. Um, I just think the only fear for myself is telling someone I don't know about my past and everything i'm very 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 particular about that you know like i'm i'm talking to someone i don't know i i i don't you know that's just not for me yeah you know like sometimes it's hard to talk to someone like you love or care about you know saying your past because they might think you as something else you know what i'm saying so like as far as like therapy it's hard to choose like i am open to it it's just finding that right person yeah. is just hard and i've seen all these things on social media oh if you download this app for free you can talk to this robot and they can just make you feel so much better i'm like i'm not down with that either <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know like like i'm for it yeah. but it's hard picking the right person to talk for for me well, you know worker. <laughs> yeah you know um, Therapy is whatever you want to make of it. Gotcha. So you, mm. You're the one that kind of steers the boat on that in terms of yeah. whatever it is that you feel comfortable sharing. If what you want to talk about for the first year is like your gym routine with your therapist, right. like, so be it. Right. It's not going to be that, though. Right. Also, um, you're, there could be a benefit to talking to somebody that you don't know and that mm -hmm. may 
are supposed to remain like an objective person, which yeah. means they're not there to like necessarily judge you. And chances are really high that they've heard some shit before you. They probably did. Some shit. They're like, oh. And there's not that pressure of like that daily interaction with yeah. people that we care with, like, or yeah. treating me yeah, this way. Yeah, like, man, there's man. not that mental uh-huh. juggling around like I need to. Right act a certain way or whatever the case may be or be mm-hmm. vigilant in any sort of way about right. this person mm-hmm. that knows this um the, the the point of it all is to not the point of therapy isn't even necessarily to make you feel better it's to provide you with tools to cope gotcha um and to gotcha. and to handle things better mm-hmm. um not necessarily to make you happy so those apps are already like uh, yeah negative yeah you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Yeah, that's my at least my gut instinct with the apps was true. You know, <laughs> yeah, usually anything that's like, yeah, this robot will make like, you feel better for free ninety nine. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that's the government watching me. I <laughs> with that. Yeah, and, and, and it's very, very, very important to make sure you do find the, the right person. Yeah. yeah one of the like, things that stopped me for the longest time with, with therapy was mm-hmm. actually a story of, of, of that my mom used to tell. Right. Um, you know, she was 20 years old. She had her, fir- her first kid. She goes to therapy and she's sitting there and she's venting about how she feels that nobody takes her seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't calm the baby down, but her mom can do it. Um, and, and she's only to look up and the dude fell asleep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, like, I also had that. Yeah. <laughs> you have every, you have every yeah. right to, like, right. therapy shop. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if I shop, and, I'm gonna shop. And, yeah, <laughs> and I'll, I'll window shop for a minute. Like, yeah. Uh, not making shopping avoiding. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, 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 that is shopping. And you can also, like, go in with a therapist and be like, three sessions and be like, you know what? Actually, this isn't my vibe. And then just cut that that off. Like, you have. Knowing me, that's exactly what I'll do. Therapy yeah. is for you. Yeah. yeah. It's got it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I like the fact how you said, like, there's different forms of therapy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I like that part. But, like, that's far as me mentally, physically, you know, I'm just trying to eat better because I love food. <laughs> well, <it's all> <laughs> I'm chopping, right? yeah, yeah, you know. And, yeah. Um, and I'm reading more, which, I, which I'm liking now. What are re- you reading? What I'm reading. Um, I'm reading a lot of positive uh, books right now. Um, I forgot the author that I'm reading, uh, but so like I just started to put. Sort of thing yes, 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 yes. Um, more into like future, like looking to your future more than your past, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm more into that. And um, I'm trying to look for more local authors to uh, just 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 look at and stuff. <laughs> I, I know some people by. <laughs> I can tell the faces. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> We're all for it, um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got like, I, like I'm reading more. Now. So reading, gym, and um, shopping for therapists. That, that that's how I'm getting better. Yes, nice. yes, yes. That's the, the, that's all me. Speaking of helpful things, yeah. What has been helpful things to both of you uh, in terms of doing behind the brand? What are things that have made it like easy for you? So, for example, you already mentioned, like, the chemistry between the two of y'all. Y'all know how to volley really well. Yeah. Which is dope. We can definitely alley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, scheduling. Um, we used so to schedule. Yeah. We, <laughs> we used to schedule at least people, like, four or five months in advance. I remember one time we had 2021 almost done. 
done. We had April to November done. And then when that date got close, oh, I can't do it. I got wet. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, and it's not like we didn't follow up. We were following up. Yeah. We were like, everything was procedure. And it was like, you know what? Let's just relax on this. Let's just do it like a month in advance instead of, okay, let's do December now. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like that. So we learned that. Um, we learned more on to just more researching on that person a little bit more. Yeah. You know, um, like, like, you know how easy said just like earlier in the broadcast that like, you know, if it's something more towards his level, he usually takes leave. It's something more to my level. I take leave, but we like to, you know, really dig and learn about that person. What makes that person feel a little more valued, you mm -hmm. know? Cause like sometimes I may come up with a question or Dustin may come up with a question sometimes too and they're like oh i did not know you guys knew that and so it was like a little awkward silence for like two seconds because they're trying to figure out what to say because yeah so we, you would cheat for a lot yes <laughs> for me it's when somebody says yeah that's a really good question i'm like yeah and yes. <laughs> we um know what gets to pre-record now because yeah. some people Ooh. you know they got the sailor mouth and they can't, you know, control themselves. Nope. So, you know, we have that one. So, okay, we're just going to pre-record this one. So we know this gets to have. So we'll just chop up what we got to chop up to make it good for on-air broadcast. You can say their vocab is naughty. Well, it, it, yeah, not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, also, it's also a testament of, yeah. of what precision I do. Because a lot of people, when they finish with the interview with us. They're mm. like, oh, I didn't even feel like it was an interview. I felt like I was hanging out with my two friends for, you right. know, just on Zoom. But when that happens, when you're hanging out with your friend, you, you have this, yeah. you, you uh -huh. know, you have the code switch, yeah. you know, where yeah. I'm speaking in my professional voice and this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And then you're hanging out with your friend and you're like, yo, this shit sucks, bro. I need to fuck out of here. You know, and that's just the way, the way it goes. Yeah. You know, and, and when you're on terrestrial radio, uh -huh. you can't do that. Right. You know, so are there any curse words allowed in like um i, I mean, know on I mean, tv I, they're I, starting to allow shit right i mean that's tv radio is a whole yeah. different ball game like it's more squeaky clean mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. because you know fcc a lot of kids mm -hmm. tune on you know like how they play with the radio if they hear like a f by mommy and like you know that that yeah. gets on them like tv is more controlled now like there's like even options on tv because you know you can like block a whole channel from a kid yeah. you know you yeah. can you can't really do that when you turn the dial yeah. so like a lot of stuff is limited i know you can say like damn and darn maybe maybe ass you know it's just the way how you say it yeah. <laughs> um but you know we try to be at least pg as possible when it comes to the right person so that really um is something that we learned so we got to find that right person yeah. even though we love this person yeah. so much yeah. we know that yeah. they can't contain yeah. themselves they're yeah. better you know for a broadcast like this you know where it's just open and you know yeah. <laughs> you know you know no less less restriction on it you know like for like controlled environment this person is going to do what they want to do no matter how many rules no matter how much we're nice to them they're going to like rawr <laughs> so we just you know, can say that yeah artists, independent business people independent human beings absolutely period, you don't have the same type of rules no you don't and having kind of that yeah. intestinal fortitude mm -hmm. to take the, the, the leap forward and and to be brazen because there you need to be brazen Absolutely. You know, when, when you have to take, like, look, 
if I don't do well this week, I don't eat. Yeah. I need to figure out every way to do well, but I also need to figure out every way to do well and hold on to who I am as a human being. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of fucking, like, I'm going to say fuck a lot because fuck, this sucks. Um, you know, and that's just the way that it goes. Um, so when you also because you know everybody else talks like that too. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I know that you're being quote unquote right. professional yeah. in this setting, but I know what you say when you're not. Right. Like, and so it's like also just cutting through yeah. the bullshit facade that we've all been fed we need to act like in order to be deemed professional, whatever well, the fuck that means. I, I try really hard every time before we go on now, I actually will listen to, the, you know, George Carlin's Seven Words. Mm-hmm. Seven Words you can't say, uh, you know, on radio. Um, just to remind myself, one, how absolutely ridiculous it is, and two, don't say those fucking words. And we've had some artists that, that jump on ahead of time, like actually when, when Champagne Winner was on, mm-hmm. um, my bassist was really smart about it. Um, he's, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to be going on in, in about, you know, in a minute. And he's just like, fuck shit, fuck shit, and just yes. spit it all out right there. He's like, okay, I'm good now. I can reset yeah. um, and go and go forward. Um, you know, that you know, that happens. And then there's also times where people get so so beautiful to watch them get passionate. Yeah. And yeah. then passion takes over and you have one of, you know, the best producers in, you know, New England yell out fuck Spotify. On, on yeah. your show, and not that we disagree or agree with the person, but like, yo, could you say forget Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's live. You know, there's really nothing we can do yeah. about it. And not only that, but that man holds the masters of your album that you're trying to release. So <laughs> like, like oh. so he's stuck in a position. Yeah, and, you know, and yeah. <laughs> there's many a times where. Prestige and I will not look at each other when something like that happens, and it's just the look of, oh, we're canceled. Uh, <laughs> it's been a good run. <laughs> would you say that's one of the challenges of doing broadcasting? It's one of the challenges of doing broadcasting, and I like the challenge because it gives me and Dustin a little bit of control. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like the fact how it's just restricted within the 55 minutes. Most people really don't like it. I love it mm-hmm. because, you know, I know what to say and how to counteract back to them. So yeah. no matter, like, like for example, I had a preacher um, who was a real good friend of mine, uh, Samuel L. Ross Lee, and he knows a lot. He's very intelligent. So like all the 20, 25 questions I had planned for him, yeah. he answered it in like three minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, let's not be generic. Let me <laughs> he answered it in three minutes and I'm like, Fuck in my head, not on air, but in my head. I'm like, fuck. Where do I go from here? And I'm like, uh, and then I was like stuck for a second, and Dustin saw my verbal face, and then he went on something because um they share the same like political views. Yeah. So they were going off that, and then they put it based to the church. And um, one thing that really helped us out within that program, um, church was really different with the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, it switched the whole, you know, everything to 180. And we just like went in there and just like talked about what he went through. And then those mm-hmm. stories, we just piggybacked that off and it just went into questions. Yeah. And then it turned into other scenarios we can just piggyback that off from. Yeah. So that was just, that was something. Like, um, there was um, one guest we had too, it was a politician, uh, Justin Farmer. He's from Hamden. And um, yeah, he, he ate me up too. 10, 11, 13 questions I had written down and I'm like, 
So you ever thought about being mayor? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was crazy. Because he went off air. Like the, the Wi-Fi yeah, signal says said, oh, done. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, this is life. <laughs> so I'm talking, so I'm talking to him. And like, mind you, like I know politics is important. But, like, I'm not really the whole political guy. Like, that's not, like, I'm not, I don't really, like, digging into politics that much. It's a very political stance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, it's just not me. I don't, like, and then, like, I thought I did bad. Oh, you did all right. (laughs) It's like when you have this awkward conversation, you look at this person, like, so how's the weather? (laughs) It's one of those things. So, like. I had a lot of situations like that. So I'm like, I'm up for the challenge. Nice. So like, uh, backup is good backup. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's just what I learned. Well, and, and also so. one of the things that really, really has helped us grow um, is the communication. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, for at least for the first year, say year and a half, mm. the show would end and we were right on the phone with each other. Mm. Yeah. You know, this is what was good here. This is what was good here. Um, wow, we should have just had a cardboard cutout of someone and, you know, Pretty much. interviewed the cardboard cutout because it was yeah. more entertaining, you know. <laughs> And, and, and like uh, having people like message the two of us while the interview's going on, like you guys look like you're in pain. Um, you know. Yeah, and that happens because yeah. it's not for everyone. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I feel it is a lot to do with our, cor- our corporate programming, espe- you know, especially from a male point of view, to sit there and talk about yourself, you know, and you're selling yourself, but we're not just talking about the product. Yeah. And it's also the fact that they're live, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because they don't realize it until you're live. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like they could be this great person you talk to off air, you can have amazing conversations with them. And then as soon as that mic goes on, it's like, okay, we're on air now, you right. know, Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, yeah. Mm. yeah. What are you hoping people so. take away from behind the brand? What do you hope they learn? Um, I hope they learn how to be more creative themselves. Mm. I hope they learn a DIY attitude, a do-it-yourself attitude yeah. for themselves. You know, because I think most people, I was, I was one of them, just stuck in a bubble. Yeah. Um, just doing the same thing every day, hoping for something better, doing the same thing every day. I hope people learn to take risks just with the guests that we have on because they started just like them. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's the same. You know, look, you're either investing in someone else's dream or you can invest in your own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that means your work. That means anything. You know, at the end of the day, no matter how great your job is, you're still working for someone else's dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. More power to you. Mm-hmm. You know, but there is that other option. Um, you know, we talked about it early on um, in this broadcast and the 19 other times we try to do this broadcast <laughs> of, of that generational love that is more yeah. harmful than, than, than good. You know, where yeah. you're told you have to do this, you know, and then through the 90s, you have to go to college and then, you, then, you know, and then you'll get a good job. But really? Because right. I know a lot of people with master's degrees that wait tables. Um, you know, because they couldn't find a good job. Just being like honest, you know, um, and also, you know, that it can be anything. You know, going to trade school mm-hmm. is starting you off on your own business. Yeah. You know, you can go to trade school, become a plumber, join the union, and then have your own plumbing company. Yeah. You know, there are, sto- there are stories of hairdressers that went to school to be teachers. You know, but got their, you know, certificate for, for beautification 
I, I forgot what it's actually called, so I'll just go with the certificate of beautification. Um, I think that's a great name. Thank you. Uh, and realize that they can make more mm-hmm. yeah. as a hairdresser. But then, you know, at their 20-year reunion at high school, you know, the corporate shells will be like, oh, you're just a hairdresser? You know, this person owns their own business, goes on two vacations with their family every single year to really nice places, and you're hoping you get a week off. Mm-hmm. Who made the better choice? Yeah. You know, invest in yourself. Mm. That's really what we, we, we hope to, to bring forth. Cosmetology degree. The cosmetology. See, this is, yeah. Nice. Thank you. Go you. Thank Wait, you. what did you call it though? Uh, Certificate, Certificate and beautification. beautification. I, I'm, either, <laughs> yeah. either or. Either or, really. You know. Um, Speaking of learning, what are you still learning or what's something that you want to try? Networking. Networking is what I'm learning. Uh, Engaging with different people, engaging with different minds, uh, networking. Um, There's different approaches to it Yeah. because everybody's different. So your version of nice can be somewhat version of, I don't know if I want to talk to this guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so like it's different. (laughs) <laughs> it is ways to interact with different people and I like that fact I like that challenge because yeah. a lot of people think networking is really easy it's really not it's really not it really takes some great mind to do it very well with numerous different people numerous individuals I want to network good not mm-hmm. just good but good <laughs> with a capital G so yeah networking for me well, one of the things that I really learned is actual um editing and even and especially actually in in the networking aspect of it you know and and this has really just kind of come to fruition this past week so i guess it really was meant to be um you know i try very hard to live an actual agape life um in which is to to love as an as an as a godly love to have an unconditional love for everybody even in their flaws because i i can understand the person's point of original hurt which is what develops some of their toxicity. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I can try to help and, and, and try to see you know, where the healing aspect becomes, but because I was continuing to allow these people to be part of my life, yeah. um, you know, it did more, a lot more damage than it, than it did the good that I was trying to do. So you know, the editing aspect is really, really important. Mm-hmm. It really is something you know, that needs to happen. And, and it's funny because like, I've done it with family. Family's easy. I can, I can edit the heck out of family. I'm like, any of them. Um, except for the new family, they're awesome. Um, but like the old family, rock. <laughs> like, like seriously, this, this, this is the one that, that didn't get voted off for this Rock Island. Like, wow, it was rough. Chosen family's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not even just the, the chosen family, because like now with connecting with my father's family, mm-hmm. you know, these people, you know, yeah, are, are they flawed? Of course they are. But they're extremely human. They're massively supportive. Mm-hmm. And they actually like, it's weird because like I'm connected with these people and I genuinely love these people. Yeah. But I don't really know them. Yeah. You know? But they're not an idealized version. It's the reality of who they are yeah. that I actually mm-hmm. that I actually like love for yeah. them. You know, where, you know, I can, you know, post something on Facebook and my eighty year old aunt who was the matriarch of the family, um, 
can say like congratulations and good job or I'm proud of you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> tell me you hate me. I understand that. Well, that's what I think yeah. by chosen family is like even people that are genetically connected mm. to you, they don't have to be your family. No. So you you get to pick and choose. You get to yeah. shop around for not just your <laughs> but also your family. <laughs> that sounds way creepier than I expected it to. <laughs> Shop around, but not in the Ted Bundy time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Please don't do that one. <laughs> if y'all weren't in, I think about this pretty often uh, every time I go to do laundry, and I'll tell you why in a second. If you weren't doing broadcasting, mm -hmm. what is like the secret career that you would be doing? Like, what else would you be doing? Like, Preston, would you just be a hermit and somehow become a hobbit? Like, would that be the dream if you weren't doing broadcast? Yes, my precious, yes. <laughs> no, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll make sandwiches. I'll make sandwiches. I'll have my own private little food truck or I'll have my own little shop. I'll make sandwiches. I would be an awesome sandwich maker. I would have my own hours, and I'll just run a good sandwich shop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I really think about it, God, I love sandwiches. Sandwiches are amazing. They're like the smartest food and ever made. Endless. There's the endless older. possibilities of what you can do with a sandwich. You can make numerous sandwiches. Sandwich have endless possibilities. I'm really speaking to my soul right now. Hot dogs are sandwiches. Tacos are sandwiches. There's numerous great sandwiches. Everything's in this world. A sandwich. Everything could be a great sandwich. <laughs> that is what I'd be doing if I wasn't a broadcaster. Nice. It's interesting because one, I don't really 100% consider myself as a broadcaster. To mm. to be honest, like I yeah. just you know um, entertainer. I mean, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an entertainer. If I wasn't an entertainer, who would I be? That's that's an incredible question. Um, there was a phase where you know um, I looked at law, um, but. Because as an entertainer, you have 12 captive people that you have to convince mm -hmm. you are just a little bit more right than the other person. Mm -hmm. right. So that's awesome. Like I find, I find law extremely, extremely interesting um, because it's verbiage, literally mm -hmm. a single word and an interpretation. Yeah. Um, and we're watching you know, people who can barely read and write try to interpret law right now. Um, and it's disgusting. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I said it. I said it. I'm all for doxing him. That's a whole um, nother yeah. broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole um, nother. Get it all in one that's, a, that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new show. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a whole season. <laughs> yeah, I, I, a lot of people have been, you know, stating that it might be time for me to throw my hat in a political ring. I think that's terrifying. Um, because I know me, you don't want to give me the button. You <laughs> I'm go for the head. Because <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a Tuesday, um, you know. But I think that's probably where, or you know, or education. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not not because I had any more than like maybe two really good teachers um, throughout my existence. Shout out to Miss Moore. It's actually her birthday today. Happy birthday, Miss Moore. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. And. Uh, yeah, I probably, probably, I would probably be where where I'd end where I end up where I would have ended up, um, mm. you know. But 
it's really interesting because like I've been looking at that a lot mm -hmm. lately um, with having this connection now of you know what it would have been like to have this connection um, throughout my entire life and where life could have been um, and what I've noticed is don't don't live in the Marvel comic of what if yeah uh, you know mm -hmm. live, live in the right now aspect of it because if not then you've got like you know the Avengers zombies and how do you really <laughs> be the Captain America zombie you just can't <laughs> You know, the Incredible Hulk zombie? Fuck it, I'm dead. Well, me, me being a nerd, I don't know, like, I'm really skeptical on, like, superhero zombies, because, like, they're dead. <laughs> like, how he's going to pick up a shield and use his powers? His brain is dead. They just want to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'll take on a Captain America zombie. I will, I will defeat that zombie. And then, muscle memory, muscle memory is a real, real thing. You know what I'm saying? Muscle memory is a real I don't know, like, I think I have an 85% chance. Sandwiches and fighting Captain America Zombie. Captain America Zombie. And teaching on the side. Teaching people how to make sandwiches and fighting. There you go. Sound man. I would own a laundromat. It would be my dream if I wasn't. Bro, there's that's bank. That's bank. I That's bank, bro. I actually learned that years after I was like sitting in a laundromat. I was like, if I wasn't an artist, this would be it. Bro. This shit is so peaceful. And everybody's in here with a common goal, which is to watch, dry, They don't bother nothing. just. This yeah. is a, I love this place. Yeah, you, you don't have to be there. No, <laughs> no, I you don't have to be there. You don't have to be there. This is great. You can be I could be in fucking Minnesota right yeah, now. Like, yeah, you are. In the snow. In the snow. Another state. You know? Minnesota. Apparently, there's a lot of really great Hmong food in uh, in Minnesota. There's a great Hmong community. Hmong? Well, what, what's Hmong? Is, what's is, a Hmong? Um, uh, a very old culture um, and people of China. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. I, yeah, I, I, was, I had the pleasure of um, going through basic training with with uh, a Hmong gentleman. Was, was incredible. His, because uh, every Sunday you're allowed to go about your, your practices and he had more of a Wiccan practice. So I would go into the woods with him because um, you had that battle buddy. So <laughs> really, I was like, well, we're going to go to the woods. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I remember um, there was a, a, a recluse uh, by, by the range, there was a recluse spider like chilling by the urinals. Um, and, you know, two knuckleheads were trying to kill him. And the dude just was like, nope. I'm gonna stand here. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, let's move out the way. So I stood next. I was like, I'm gonna stand here too. <laughs> They're like, well, that thing could kill you. I was like, yeah, so could we. <laughs> Go yeah. about your day, bro. <laughs> they were here before us. Go about your day. <laughs> yeah. I say for record, I'm not actually trying to go to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody that uh, wants to do what y'all do? Just do it. Just do it. Um, you're gonna have a lot of lessons. You're gonna have. You're gonna fail. Failing is just part of just reaching your goal. Just do it. You can do it with an iPhone camera. You can do it. There's so much possibilities now than ten years ago. You can 
shoot, you can even go at a library and record something mm-hmm. and just save it like on a file online. There's numerous stuff. Just do it. Yeah. No matter what little stuff that you got, just go out there and just try. There's mm-hmm. numerous avenues. No matter what, where you're going, there's numerous avenues just to be creative, in my opinion. And I will piggyback that by saying fail. And yeah. fail large. Fail as hard as possible. Go after the one guest you should never have. You know, yeah. go go through and don't don't go through like you know the normal channels of trying to talk to the secretary <laughs> and stuff. Like hit them up. Like stop. You know, like do legally. You know, yeah. through social media. <laughs> see, like you'd be like, hey, I'm blowing up your inbox, and some intern will see it, um, and it'll get yeah. passed along. But just fail. Just fail as much as possible. Absolutely. And and swing as hard. Like swing for the fence. Look. You know, Reggie Jackson was considered one of the best baseball players of all time. He had a, a bajillion home runs, but he also had the most amount of strikeouts because mm. he swung at everything. Mm. So swing at everything. And yeah. man up for your failures too. Just say, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> man up about the failures, you know. Yeah. Embrace it. <laughs> this happened to me. Have fun while fucking up. Exactly, you know. You know, life is short. Yeah, like you know, I. Yeah. My my youngest just did um, a funbiotics uh, funbiotics program um, at, at home. You know, and he had to build a three D printer, um, and it's not necessarily working. Um, but now he knows how to go through and reboot different things and stuff like that. He learned more from a weekend program that the the stuff didn't work mm-hmm. than the kids who actually did the program. Yeah, because he failed. Yeah, um, and then he and then continued to fail. Um, and it was glorious, nice. you know. I mean, he's not happy about it, but but we're, we're we'll have the the sit with you know the tech person this week, and you know he'll it'll be up and running, but he'll be able to print now faster than anybody else because nice. he knows all the back doors. What's the dream for behind the brand? Um, my goal: give to somebody else, mm-hmm. make this a monster with my friend and um, give it to someone else, preferably of youth, mm. and they can take the baton and do anything they want with mm. it. Make it a beast, make it a great platform, make it a known platform, give it to that person, they can do what they want to it. One, two, three, four, whatever group of people, we feel that it's okay, me and him, we ain't gonna just give it to anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That we feel is confident, you know, and just take it, and they and hopefully they can do the same thing and just pass it on. Yeah. That that's my that's my ultimate goal for this thing. You will not have to work, walk across the, the Brooklyn Bridge to get his cheesecake. I promise. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 diddy scenario. Uh, no, geez. but but that's yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. you know. I, I learned at a young age all we really have are the stories that leave behind um, mm-hmm. and you know no matter what how flawed our human beings and how flawed our bodies are mm-hmm. you know a, a human dies two deaths the physical death and the death of the last person that's ever had any memory of them mm-hmm. but, you know that's the, the second death um, I want to live forever um, you know and that's the you know that's the reality so you know building the show up building the, the brand up and then being able to pass that on and then having these other people build that show up and, and then pass it on. Mm-hmm. And it's a legacy that continues to continue to continue. Oh, yeah. And I hope it gets so successful that we get forgotten about. Yeah. Mm. You know? Uh, that'd be dope. 
you know, I would love to be. You gotta go in the encyclopedia yeah. and find us. <laughs> yeah, yo, man. I, I would, I would love to be like Bon Scott. Yeah. You know, Bon Scott was the original singer from for ACDC. But if you ask anyone now, they don't necessarily, you know, the, the younger cat, cats don't necessarily know him for that. Um, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that. So yeah, for behind the brand, build it up, let it go. It is the lantern in which we, we, we hope to fly. Preston, yeah. <laughs> I love that you said, like, uh, to, to make it a monster, like, with your friends. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think too often creatives or anybody that's trying to do something independently mm. can easily fall into the trap of, like, uh, bandwagoning and, yeah. like, trying to bring in the people that got the big names, even if they have no actual connection to them relationship to them admiration or respect for them it's just like going off of the weight of the name and so i think more often than not we need to be um like building with our friends um because those are the homies Mm -hmm. um and also dustin i think earlier you mentioned something about i forgot the context but it was like you said the word genius and i was like that like who uh, who are we dubbing geniuses? Who gets mm-hmm. to be called a genius? And I remember 2020 in February, right before the pandemic, I had a show um, at Long Wharf Theater and I was very intentionally like in the description saying the performers, uh, this is about inviting in the geniuses in our community. And it's mm-hmm. like, there's nothing wrong with me calling people what they are. Yeah. And we are, mm-hmm. we are geniuses and our homies are geniuses, not in every way, but in some way, there's something that the person next yeah. to you can do, can talk about, loves, is passionate about that you're not. Yep. And that's that's their genius. Um, so I love that you said that. Are y'all gonna be doing like an internship program or have something going on already for young folks? Um, I would love to, but not now. <laughs> <laughs> not now. Well, yeah, I, I think, I think both, um, I, I, to be 100% honest, I think we're both at a little bit of a transition period yeah. as for how to figure out how to make this real life. Exactly. Um, like yeah. right now, we the station is doing what is necessary, um, but it is not ne- necessarily being able to feed and finance a family. Yeah. True. Um, you know, or you know, and, yeah. and then that's just that's the, reality, that's the reality of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We knew and, that from the start. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. So and 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 that's and that's fine. Yeah. But now we need to figure out how to make this what we do. Um, mm. Because from what people tell us, we're really good at what we do. Yeah. It's terrifying to say that out loud. Um, because I just try to be adequate. <laughs> you know, because adequate's achievable. Tough titties, you're great. This <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> was so much easier when it was on the phone. Um, <laughs> You know, so trying to figure that out. Mm. Um, so before we bring another mouth that's not going to be fed, yeah, uh, we'd like to be able to eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, heard. And I think that that is the reality of it. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing to see because we just last week went to went to the station. It was actually my first time ever going to the station. Yeah. I have one hundred percent done the show remote. I didn't even know the station actually existed. Yeah. I thought it was just like a backdrop. And to sit and, and have a conversation with you know the the, the founder 
um, of the station and of the New Haven Independent um, and to hear how much he really believes in what we do mm. um, was was just awe-inspiring you know we, we've had some some incredible people from the station itself on the show um, and this is like you know journalists have been that have been doing it for 20 plus years and th- them say you know yeah I watch your show and you know I then talk to the producer say you know how do I make this more like this um, and I'm like really yeah. <laughs> I'm like bro I'm, in, I'm like you have this beautiful background I'm like I'm in a bedroom like <laughs> you know I hope I made the bed before yeah you know um, so it's it's really that that isn't super rewarding but we really definitely need to figure out how to do this full time and I think once we you know and and I think we have a really good vision of what full time is because full time isn't just behind the brand yeah full time is you know starting different types of programs starting something that might just be more of an audio aspect of Mm -hmm. it instead of having the visual as well Um, taking you know having more fun stuff um, that isn't just you know we're huge you know geeks when it comes down to like comic books and, and different things like that love to do something like that love to bring somebody who's an expert you know, we just had charlie from the long island ghostbusters love to maybe do something you know with him going on there talking about different different aspects you know we're huge pro wrestling fans love to have some independent pro wrestlers like have a show with them nice you know where yeah. they're talking about you know what it's like to get 25 dollars to get thrown through a table you know I know what it's like, but I don't want to hear how they, they thought about You're it. You're running other kingdoms. <laughs> no, I, I trained for a little bit. I did, actually. It was really, really fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's really what it comes down to is figuring out how we can expand and how we can continue to push ourselves, not just in the single medium of Behind the Brand, yeah. but in, in broadcasting as a whole. Word. And as far as internships, um, I kind of want it to mean something because um, just from being on the other side mm-hmm. um, you don't want to be an intern too long you, okay. want, you want a time limit because you're an intern too long you're going to be taken advantage of and um, yeah. I want that person whoever's going to intern to feel like it means something mm. means something get your goal across and get it done efficiently as possible yeah. don't just slack around stay around if you're going to be an intern these are the steps you need to to be with us with if you can't meet with these steps then i love y'all but yeah you're just not for us heard honestly yeah i feel like i want it to mean something that was going to be internship. it's a great idea mm-hmm. i love it i feel like we can give a lot of knowledge to some people but yeah. it's just like you know if it's an internship i want it to make it feel yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. feel impactful just, just a little bit that's yeah, like, all yeah. I would want yeah. you to come in and try to take like I want you to come in and try to take the job yeah, yeah. you know. And I don't mean like take the intern job I mean like I want you to come in and, and, and try to replace one of us yeah. like yeah. come in and knock it on the bar like have, respect. have your yeah. own show yeah. Yeah. Exactly. by the time we're yeah. done here you be you have your own show Yeah. have your own you show know? which could start off as a small segment on one of our shows and that just grows into something different yeah, like I want yeah. you to like to be active, not yeah. just you know just linger around and be around. If not, yeah. then yeah, if you're here just you to sign home. off for for a course, deuces. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. that yeah. least we see eye to eye on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, again, I want someone that's gonna fail. 
Yeah. I want someone that's going to have that Reggie Jackson swing for every every pitch. And I want that particular person to have some goals, too. Like, I'm all right with having, like, one or two heads with us. Yeah. You know? Like, it doesn't have to be, like, this 30-man yeah. militia. And it's just, like, you know, only one person out that militia is good. That being, <laughs> that, that <laughs> I being said, that. if someone wants to for free jump on and start handling our social media, that'd be fucking <laughs> 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 we suck at it. <laughs> we do, but like I said, yeah. that's a challenge. Exactly. Let's get on that I, challenge. I, you can do it. You got 24 hours in the day. You just do something those 24 hours. You know, it can happen. You know, we don't need to watch that nice cooking video with delicious <laughs> or that nice cat video or that dog video. You know, we can do something productive. You know. Cat nose. <laughs> <laughs> so we can have a yes and attitude. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What's next for y'all? First. What's next? Um, interviews like this. Um, live interviews, we, uh, Dustin and I discussed on, um, we just don't know the place yet. It could be even at one of our houses. Yeah. We could just do something like that, uh, live interviews. Um, we did talk about um, trying to go outside the norm of just like trying to book people. I know one time we had the host of Entertainment Tonight on, we had Kevin Frazier. That was cool. Yeah. But, um, so you know, we trying to get a lot of people outside of that window like okay these guys got that person who else they got you know and um just more on like independent projects you know i know dustin does blogs he does a lot of stuff for his band he's really into that he wants to do i kind of want to do some independent projects myself but still Mm -hmm. maintain that great relationship i have with dustin for the show you know so like more indie projects and more just interviews like this just like coming together and just like having these small recordings and also um, we got green lighted to do uncensored broadcast for the station now. Yes. So we can get former, yeah. so we can get former <laughs> guests on, yes, and we can get, you know, uh, brand new faces yeah. that we feel aren't meant for censored radio and yes. just <laughs> let the let let, yep. let let them run loose, unleash the chains and just go at it. So we got green light light for a one show a month broadcast, which is yeah. uncensored completely say what you want to say so we're happy about that, that that'll wind up being for like the soundcloud mm-hmm. and the facebook page absolutely and not for terrestrial radio. not a first terrestrial radio but <laughs> and this first every one, other platform they got it will be there <laughs> so we're really and, and it's that. so interesting because yeah. you know we've, we've been talking about wanting to do something like that mm-hmm. and then we had a pre-record that just we, we tried yeah yeah we tried so much <laughs> by, um, by, by the third segment i was like uh, first this. he was like yo you guys go nuts yeah um so then it, you know, ah. me, me and the guests are trying to like out fuck each other i see your fucking arrange club fucks. he was trading the f word for the homies it was funny you know for the homies <laughs> and i'm like homies is the censored word <laughs> say what you feel and he's like <laughs> screaming and saying all this shit. I'm like, yo. That dude turned directly into that, that, yeah. that Jay and Silent Bob fuck, fuck, definitely on Um And for not like such and a great human being yeah. and had a great story to tell, but there's no way we could tell it on Trash already. Absolutely. There's no way. But then his, then his business partner jumped on and was able to tell the business's story. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked out. That worked out. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's actually a lot where it's similar. Like I'm going, like, I'm going to continue to push the envelope. I'm going to start different aspects of it. You know, I have gotten into like doing, like writing some reviews and stuff of, of art 
Um, but <laughs> more towards like the Hunter S. Thompson aspect of, of writing reviews. Mm-hmm. Like people know it's me. <laughs> you know, like I will review your art I, I, and, and I will give you a very honest and loving opinion of it. Um, but I'm also going to throw a whole bunch of personality in there, you know, because it's got to be fun. Like, yeah. I have to have fun with it. You know, if, if you just want, like, oh, blah, this is just the dry points, whatever. You know, uh, one of the first, um, I got to review a, uh, an internet concert. Um, and I was just like, yeah, like, I, you know, I know you're all missing the, you know, the smell of urine and spilled beer. But this concert, you know, is absolutely, you know, you know, take, takes you back and, and can give you that nostalgic feel for it. Yeah. You know, or um, I, I reviewed an album by two, um, two artists from Philadelphia and it said in their bio, you know, West Philadelphia. So, I, of course, I opened up with West Philadelphia, born and raised. No, I'm not talking about that human being. I'm actually talking about this, you know, um, so that it, because it's kind of like you got to. Yeah, I've got to just, if I don't spend a lot of time shutting up my voice, and I'm just tired of it. I'm tired, you know, uh, my clothing is getting getting louder, everything is just getting louder, and that's yeah. just the way it's going to go, and people can, can link on or fuck off, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's it. We're going to get loud as fuck. I like you know? that. Absolutely. Anything I didn't ask you that you wish I had? Mm. This, is the, this is the part where you edit Jeopardy music in. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't editing shit. Correct. Still, yeah, so, this is part of the problem. That's why we're like here, but also I know it's a good thing. I got you. Uh, could you let the folks at home know where they can appropriately stalk you? Y'all. I am Preston Wilson, exactly the way it's spelled on Instagram. I am Preston Wilson. Um, same thing with TikTok. I'm not really on it that much. Um, and Facebook, Preston Wilson. Uh, look up New Haven, Connecticut. I'm there. That's the best <laughs> way to reach me. Um, you can find me on um, social media platform, uh, Instagram as E Z, not spelt out the word easy, but an E and a Z, B L U E Z. Um, I do a lot of interaction stuff through there. I started interacting through. Um, TikTok, which is weird, like thirteen hundred people like care what I think, um, and many so, more soon. <laughs> you know, and that's um, easy is the way because uh, you know I'm a Star Wars geek, so um, and you know, a huge Mandalorian geek, uh, so I, I went with that. Um, and you know, on regular on, on the Book of Face, which is a massively dead medium, you can find me. Um, as my government name, Dustin Sclafani. Good luck spelling it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you'll get it wrong! Um, I was actually just in a music video and the credited my name was spelled incorrectly. I love it. No, it's great. It's, it's been my entire life and I love every aspect of it. You know, I really do. I really do. I, 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 get, I get letters for, you know, 19 different spellings of my name and, and rock and roll. Heard. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I see you, see me, see you. <laughs> <laughs> Where can folks follow behind the brand? Uh, 
but at behind the brand underscore W N H H at behind the brand underscore W N H H. That's our Instagram. That's the best way to reach us. Yeah. Um, 100% the best way to reach us. We also have a Facebook, same thing behind the brand. Yeah. But Instagram's better. Yeah. Instagram's a lot better. Go to Instagram. Facebook's dead meaning. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. You guys are good enough. Fellas, thank you again for the uh, fifth time. Y'all better enjoy this goddamn interview. <laughs> uh, a question I have for you. Oh, Where, before we exit, go ahead. I, I want to support you. Where can I buy those awesome stickers I see on your laptop? Where can you buy? Uh, you can buy my stickers off of my website. Which is? Sulinet.com, spelled Z-U-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E.com. There you go. For yeah. me in the audience. Oh, actually, we forgot one. So oh, if you really want to support Behind the Brand, you can go to virtualmerchbooths.com. There you go. We have a Behind the Brand store. You can hats. get shirts. You can get hats. The sweatshirts. Hats sweatshirts. Um, and we're going to continue to evolve. T-shirts. There will be uh, coffee bugs at some point in time. Yo. Yeah. Scullies. Scullies. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. One more time. Where is it? Um, virtualmerchbooths.com. Behind the Brand. Nice. And we'll check that out. get some champagne gear too. Mm-hmm. Zero, the zero fuck shirt is up there. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's fucks given actually. It's a it's a baseball uh, jersey uh, shirt, and on the back it's a it's a big zero, and the name is F U X G I V N. I love that. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Thank y'all again. I appreciate your faces. Well, now that we are actually too. in person. Yeah. And now it's time for the motherfucking goddamn outro. Alrighty, mi gente. This has been another episode of The Creative Alchemist. I am your hostess with the mostest, Sulinet. You can check out the rest of my life at sulinet.com. That's Z-U-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E punto com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and support it with a monthly subscription by clicking on this episode's description or by visiting anchor.fm slash thecreativealchemist. Thank you to our current supporters. Until next time, stay hydrated, stay creative. Peace.